Welcome to another episode of Crypto Riot, the show that takes the magic and mystery out of cryptocurrencies and amateur investing. I'm your host, David Hay, and in today's episode, we'll be reviewing the world's 15th largest cryptocurrency. With a market cap of over $3 billion and huge promises for the future, researching Tron is not an easy subject. In fact, when I went on Reddit, there were a lot of people just asking, hey, what does Tron actually do? And that was met more often than not with trolls just saying, hey, read the white paper and figure it out for yourself. So I've taken some time to read the white paper. I'm going to also address some of the issues that Tron is facing right now, including plagiarizing their white paper. And then I also want to compare it to the other platform plays, because from my understanding, Tron is really a platform play that's going to compete with Ethereum, EOS, Cardano, and Lisk. So in today's episode, I'll do a brief review of Tron. I'll compare it to the other platform plays, um, and then I'll try to really suss out what its unique value propositions are. The other thing that I need to do is it's only 12 days to the NAC3 conference in New York. Um, I still have some tickets to give away, so I'll just give away another ticket from the scholarship program. So congratulations to Maruo Delazeri. I hope I got that name right. Uh, he's a student based in New York who is programming in Go and C++. So I'm looking forward to meeting you, Maruo. Thank you for uh, applying for a scholarship, and I will see you in 12 days. So the first thing that you'll notice when you compare Tron to the other platform plays is it has a very high circulating supply. Right now there's 65 billion uh, coins in circulation. You compare that to Cardano's 25 billion, and then you compare that to uh, Ethereum, which barely even has uh, 100 million uh, Ethereum in circulation. And that also accounts for the massive price difference. That's why um, when people are asking, do you think Tron's going to go to $864? Um, if it did, it would be much, much larger than Ethereum is right now. So whenever we're looking at cryptocurrencies and we're looking at value, I think it's important to talk about the circulating supply, especially when it's particularly high. Now, the other interesting thing is, is that they have a total supply of 100 billion, which means that 35 billion of their coins haven't been released yet. And to add a little bit of confusion to this, again, um, they're adopting some type of coin burn system. And... I know I'm giving a lot of rough details, but the reason that so many of my details are rough is because that it's the, the information is either coming off Twitter, they're coming off translated pages, um, and really I, I've struggled very much to get good information on Tron. And the reason that I've struggled so much to get good information um, on Tron and the Tron Foundation is it's a Singapore-based company, and nearly all of their team is uh, Chinese-based. So all of the documentation is in Chinese, it's getting translated by volunteers into English, um, obviously, when you do that, there's going to be a delay and there's also going to be a certain margin for error. So while I'm doing all these research, uh, when I'm doing all this research and I'm saying everything on Tron, I really hope that I'm doing the, uh, everything at justice on there. But I did really struggle, even when it comes to, for example, finding out if this is proof of work versus proof of stake. A lot of the very simple details, which are easy to get on the other platforms, I found very difficult uh, to get in regards to Tron. And you can also go to, down to the markets here um, and just see that really all of the volume is being done on either Korean exchanges or Chinese exchanges. I mean, I do accept that Binance now is being used by everyone all over the world, but uh, you see here it's not until the 12th position making up for only half a percent of the trading volume that you start seeing um, an American exchange on the list. So. You know, I, I invest in Chinese um, ICOs, I invest in Chinese cryptocurrencies, especially if there's the, the right market. So for example, uh, I did a video on Wabi, 
uh, and I invested in that. And that was really because there wasn't a American alternative and there was nobody doing uh, a better job. I invested in Binance because I liked it as being the best exchange. But then when I'm looking at Tron, I have to figure out if Tron is going to be better than Ethereum and I have to figure out if Tron is going to be able to beat Cardano. Because the problem that I have right now is that Ethereum has a working smart contract platform and the biggest threat Ethereum has um, to, their, to their dominance in the marketplace, I believe, is a scalability issue. So we saw the scalability issue uh, pop up late last year with the CryptoKitties game. It was just basically an unintended game that took up too much of the network resources um, and ended up just slowing down and really struggling with Ethereum. So while I'm overall um, very optimistic about Ethereum, I, I believe that the only real chance Ethereum has to lose its number one spot in the smart contract third generation crypto, second generation crypto space um, is, if, is if it dies on scaling. Now, it's important to note that if it does die on scaling, um, you already have Cardano coming right behind it. You have Lisk coming behind it. Um, and these platforms, in my opinion, are much further along or have much better teams or are much easier to communicate with. So when I'm looking at as far as a value proposition for Tron, um, it's one of those value propositions that I've really struggled at. And, and it's a similar struggle to uh, the same situation I found myself in with AntShares and NEO. Um, when I was researching AntShares, I thought the branding was cheesy. Um, I didn't pay too much attention to the rebranding. And because a lot of the information was in Chinese, I just didn't want to be uh, in the second position. It's, it's hard if you're going to look at these as investments um, to just knowingly accept that you're going to be getting all of your information later than everybody else and that the information that you have is probably not as good as the information that everybody else has. Now, right now, Tron is an ERC-20 token, although on May 31st, they're going to switch from their own, uh, from the ERC-20 token to their own blockchain. Now this is going to be a big deal because Tron right now is $3 billion. They haven't actually shown um, a whole lot of stuff. They haven't actually really shown what they've, what they've done or what they've accomplished. They've made some very broad claims in their white papers. Now on March 31st, there's gonna be this real moment of truth where they're switching from the ERC-20 token and the Ethereum blockchain, which is a tried tested solution by hundreds and hundreds of different cryptocurrencies and they're going to have to move onto their own blockchain and that's when they're going to have to start delivering on a lot of their promises. So here we are on the Tron website and really right now it's all on the Ethereum network. So a lot of the transactions, a lot of the way that things are working um, is really much more to do with Ethereum and we're basically just pouring money into this company hoping that it's going to be able to promise or going to be able to deliver on some of what it's promising. Now, one of the big points that people keep pointing to again and again is this guy called Justin the Sun. Is when I start to read through the press releases, when I start to see through the Reddit claim, the Reddit post, there's just so much misinformation or poorly written information. So I just want to read this uh, statement to you. It says the digital currency was created by 26-year-old Justin Sun, a self-proclaimed protege of Alibaba chief executive and billionaire Jack Ma. A self-proclaimed, well, yeah, I mean, I could self-proclaim myself to be president of the world. I could self-proclaim myself to be anything. So, you know, this could be just an honest mistake lost in translation. But when I'm going through news article after news article, when I'm trying to get all these technical details, and when I'm just getting hit with just more and more confusing information, it just makes me pretty unenthusiastic about the platform. So when you read through the different blog posts, everybody has a different opinion about what Tron is going to do. And... The real just of Tron seems to be that it's going to be this decentralized network where 
you're able to store data and have access to your data and the data retains the rights of being yours. Now, I'm okay with understanding this concept, but I also have to understand like what is the real problem that it's going to solve? Because a lot of people are taking this approach that if you apply the blockchain to any solution that it's just gonna magically fix everything. So let's just approach this with a little bit of common sense. And we're gonna say that like, okay, if you create this decentralized system that's gonna be censorship resistant, that's great. But also that's not gonna be good for some people. I mean, so if you create this network, what's gonna stop child pornography? Um, what's gonna stop ransom? What's gonna stop kidnappings? Um, now, and I don't mean that as spreading fear. I just mean that as let's just bring some logic into the conversation. If we're gonna say that YouTube creators get censored and they definitely get censored, um, we're gonna have to judge how serious that problem is. And if you subscribe to my channel, you'll know that one out of four or five videos that I make is called Crypto and Chronic, and that's just where we smoke weed and we talk about uh, cryptocurrency. So there's a reasonable chance that sometime in the future, my channel um, may be censored. And how relevant is that content that is being censored? So yes, I see this as being a problem. Do I see it as being a $3 billion problem that's completely different from Cardano or that's completely different from Steemit? Um, because in fairness too, I mean, Steemit is another decentralized platform that's similar to Reddit. They have DTube, which is going to, which is already up and running. So instead of investing in Tron, uh, a white paper in Chinese that sort of hard to, to understand, um, you know, DTube already runs right now on the Steam uh, platform. And, you know, it doesn't have censorship, but it's going to also face a lot of the same problems that we just talked about. So if you start saying, well, Tron's not really, okay, so Tron you, lets you keep your data, um, but now it's going to allow me to keep it safe. And you're like, well, that's not really true either. Because if Tron is an uncensored network, there's nothing uh, from stopping me from just grabbing your content and then re-uploading that or reposting that as, as my own. So I keep scrolling through and I keep trying to dig the value out of Tron because you know I, I see it as, as having potential. I see it as a platform play. They're traditionally the platform plays that I like, but when I go through more and more, I just see a lot of hype. So there's a lot of hype surrounding this game called Tron Dogs and Tron Dogs is the um, equivalent of CryptoKitties. And you know, I've talked a lot about CryptoKitties in the sense that it's great that we have a platform that anybody can do what they want with. It's bad in the sense that we weren't ready to scale up. Um, but, you know, this was a gimmick at best. And when it was first done on the Ethereum network and CryptoKitties, it, it it's a still a gimmick and it's still sort of a stupid game. It's not like it's got, in my opinion, it, these are still my opinions, but, you know, this is all, this isn't really providing much value. It's great as a, a way to test the network. It's great as a way um, to try things out but they've really put a lot of emphasis on this game. And it's interesting for me because you're dealing with a $3 billion uh, protocol or cryptocurrency. So when you actually are trying to find real use cases, um, the best decentralized application that I can find running on uh, the Tron network is this uh, Tron Dogs. And then the other problem, <clears throat> if we're gonna talk about Tron Dogs, is that this is running still running on the ERC-20 token. So until Tron switches over to the network, this isn't actually really, in my opinion, proving much. It's, again, just marketing sort of hype. So you can probably sense by now that I'm not super optimistic on Tron. I'm definitely not calling it uh, a scam coin, but I'm not really excited about it either. I don't understand well enough the unique value propositions. I feel like I'm at a significant disadvantage when I think about uh, the Chinese investors that are going to be able to get better information before me. And then, you know, when I come down, and, and these are pretty respected publications, um, there's just more and more problems. And so when it comes down to the actual white paper, and the white paper is really supposed to be the foundation of the cryptocurrency that you're building, uh, when Hacker Noon did an analysis on it, 
um, the majority of the, the white paper looks to be copied. Um, and this is a tweet by uh, Justin Sun, who's the CEO. Our original version of the white paper is in Chinese, and we have very detailed references to the latest Chinese versions. The English, Korean, Japanese, and Spanish versions are translated by volunteers. The translations missed numerous and important details, not just references. So, I mean, that doesn't make me feel any better about investing in this cryptocurrency. And when I'm looking at it and they do uh, show some better examples and they even go down and show how the information's been copied in Chinese in addition to being copied in English, I sort of agree with them. I agree with this, um, I agree with this analysis. I agree that the majority of this crypto is copied. So for me, Tron is a wait and see type play. There's no way that I want to get involved in it now. Um, some people have been calling it a pump and dump. It's definitely taken a much harder hit from its peak uh, to where it is now than a lot of the other cryptocurrencies, um, especially if you compare it to even Ethereum or Bitcoin. So for me, just because there's too many things working against Tron right now, uh, I'm going to just sit on the sidelines. I am going to watch it very closely. The release of their own blockchain could be a huge game changer. Once they actually have technology, um, once they actually have working products, um, and once you can actually understand how they're going to compete with Ethereum and Cardano, um, then I think for me, it would be a much more serious value proposition and something that I'd be more interested in getting in involved in now.